Continuing in 1 John chapter 4, in verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Most everyone is familiar with the phrase, the rule of law. The principle is an ideal, really. By establishing a justice system in a society, the objective is for there to exist one set of rules that ensure everyone is treated fairly with one set of laws. When Moses received the Torah from Almighty God, the rule of law had already been introduced in the ancient Middle East. Nonetheless, Moses did receive the law to be followed diligently by the Israelites, as written in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Now, this is the commandment, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God has commanded me to teach you that you might do them in the land where you are going over to possess it, so that you and your son and your grandson might fear the Lord your God, to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Beyond the Ten Commandments and the numerous laws given to Moses by the Lord, we find the first half of the rule of love in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 5 through 9. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. These words which I am commanding you today, shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your sons, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontals on your forehead. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Hundreds of years passed until the second half was given by Jesus, the Son of God, in response to a question posed by a lawyer, a member of the sect known as the Pharisees as we read in Matthew chapter 22, beginning in verse 37. And he said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. The second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend 
the whole law and the prophets. The Apostle John, continuing his letter to the churches in Asia, lays out the absolute essence of the scriptures. Love. The revelator echoes the words of our Savior and affirms the source of love, our Heavenly Father. He makes the point that once we learn to love, we demonstrate our identity as children of God. The closer we mirror the Father and the Son in our devotion to loving one another, the nearer we come to truly understanding who God is. As we have seen already time and again, John is not shy in offering contrasts. Continuing in verse 8, The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Failing to love distance us from God. The unfortunate consequence is failing to know God. Moreover, we fail to understand His Son. By this, the love of God was manifested in us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world so that we might live through Him. It is so vitally important that we understand the fullness of the sacrificial love demonstrated when Jesus was born, when He lived, when He died, and ultimately when He was raised from Joseph's tomb. Our lives depend on this complete comprehension. Beyond this, John provides us with the very definition of grace in verse 10. In this love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. John then brings his readers back to the point. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we abide in Him, and He in us, because He has given us of His Spirit. The more we demonstrate our love for each other, the closer we come to knowing God, and manifesting His presence within us in the person of the Holy Spirit. 
we have seen and testify that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. The Apostle takes his reader's attention back to the beginning of the letter. In fact, to the beginning of his writing in the gospel bearing his name. What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we have looked at and touched with our hands concerning the word of life. And the life was manifested and we have seen and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life, which was in the Father and was manifested to us. What we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you also, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed, our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. For now, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.